0: Four years ago on this day, I had an experience where my grandpa, my dad's father, Grandpa John, his spirit visited. I was chanting at the altar, my Buddhist altar, and there was a doorbell that rung at the front door, and no one was there when we answered it. And then this waft of air came in, and the kids were running around and giggling, and the dogs were running around, and there was this energy, and I just knew... I just knew that it was my grandfather, his spirit visiting. I just knew it. You know that feeling when you just know something that you can't see. A few nights previous, I had been in Connecticut, and I had had the privilege of getting to help my grandfather pass over. I wrote about it. It's called The Snow Blue Sideways, and I'd like to read it to you. The Snow Blue Sideways outside the window of the hospice in Connecticut. It felt like a sign, winds changing, something readying itself. It was my grandpa John's spirit and angels readying for his imminent transition into release. He was finally ready to go after his eldest son had arrived to say goodbye, the last of his children to do so. Grandpa, it's Siri. I'll always remember how you taught me to ride a horse I spoke loudly so he and his youngest son who was nearby could hear me. I'm so glad you were at my wedding and that you visited us and held my children. Grandpa, I'm going to give you Reiki, okay? A breathy grunt immediately came from his open mouth. He had been totally silent prior. This was a good sign. I had the go ahead. I had never really laid my hands on grandpa before not more than maybe a quick hug. This was truly what my 22 years of Reiki training had been preparing me for. I'd never felt so close to him before this moment. His body cells opened and drew in enough universal life energy to create the manifest symptom of heat in my hands. As his body, soul, and spirit drew in more, my hands continued to heat up as a clear confirmation of his acceptance of healing. He began to move about a little, to all of our surprise. He had barely moved or made much noise in days. His kidneys had shut down, he was 98, and he hadn't been given food or water in seven days. Siri, what are you doing? Are you bringing him back to life? A few family members questioned. I assured them he was just going through whatever shifts he needed to, in order to let go the lights and TV that had been playing, relaxing music turned off. We all looked around. What are you doing, Siri? It's not me. It's his angels. Grandpa's youngest read the TV screen, which was now saying reloading almost there now. Getting close. We were aware of the incredibly clear reassurance the angels were providing us that this would soon be over. My dad came over, stood next to me as I held Grandpa's hand, just as I had envisioned doing days before. And with my hand on his heart, Dad reached across Grandpa's body, held his shoulder, and rocked it gently. It's okay, Dad, he said tearfully. You can let go now. And I couldn't help but feel complete amazement at this bonding moment between my father, his father, and me as I cried too. That night before bed, I had nothing spiritually left to give. I asked for help from grandpa's angels my angels the reiki master lineage universe god buddhas bodhisattvas everyone please help grandpa john to transition to the other side help him to feel unconditionally loved safe and guided the next morning my sister woke me to say grandpa had passed the family called it the miracle of hanukkah because he had lasted eight days with no water or food he was stubborn and incredible a fighter till the end. I had interviewed him in middle school about his over 40 missions flying in the Pacific after Pearl Harbor. At his funeral, the Navy Air Force took the American flag off his coffin, folded it just so in a triangle and handed it to grandma, thanking her for his service. The next night around 2 a.m., I felt a tap tap on my leg. I froze. I thought that if I was still enough, Whatever it was would go away. I realized it wasn't my dog's kids or husband. It was grandpa. I saw an image of his helper he had tried to fire every day before passing and the meaning that he was sorry. I saw an image of his eldest son and the meaning that he loved him. I saw his granddaughter, Sarah, and that he loved her. I thought I must wake up and write this down, but couldn't. I was too deep asleep again, and I felt it would all go away if I got up. The next morning I was chanting nam renge kyo at our altar while my youngest played behind me with our puppies. The doorbell rang. My husband texted me, it was one of those smart ones, asking who was there. I opened the front door and the gardener was blowing leaves and shrugged when I asked. I felt at that moment grandpa had come inside and was playing with my four-year-old and the dogs. Giggling and barking ensued. I was reassured he was having fun being free on the other side. I am forever changed by grandpa's passing. The holding each other while watching a slideshow of his life and weeping together as a family. My heart is ever more present and grateful for the moments with my family and the kindness of others. I'm so thankful for this beautiful experience the universe provided us. That was four years ago, and then a few days ago, my dad was here and we were breathing with the facilitator on Zoom, listening to music and just crying. And at the end, my dad broke down in tears as he shared, saying, for four years, I haven't actually cried and grieved. I haven't really truly cried because it was so challenging at the end of grandpa's life that he was reliving all of these traumas of his lifetime of having been in the war and traumas of his childhood I imagine and it was so challenging for grandma and for my dad and so it was a bit of a relief when grandpa passed and so my dad didn't really cry but after this breathwork session that he and I had together he just felt all this forgiveness. And he'd been working on forgiving his dad for years, but he just felt all of this forgiveness in his heart. Just this knowing that grandpa had done his best. And so we were healing the father wound there together. I had been crying during the breathwork session of my father wound, of my dad not living up to certain expectations that I had as his daughter. And of course he was crying about the same thing about his father. And so it was just this visceral experience of the ancestral trauma of the father wound that we all have, we all carry. And the possibility of, what if we could all just have this deep compassion and know that our parents, our caregivers, that they've done their best through whatever challenges, through whatever growing up they were doing, also in turn to know that we if we're parents or caregivers we have been doing our best and could we give ourselves that forgiveness it's in those moments of passing over to the other side helping someone pass over or ourselves passing over or those near-death experiences that people report about that we finally just lay it down all the resistance and all the grudges and all the shoulds and all the defenses we finally give ourselves permission to lay it down. What if we could lay it down before then? What if we could lay it down now, today? What if we could open our heart and just know that we're doing our best and know that our parents did their best? That would be such freedom. Not always easy, but I feel that it's so worth it. It's so worth it. So I hope that me sharing this story with you may have brought you some sort of healing or insight, sending you so much love. I'd love to hear your stories. Have a beautiful rest of your day.